Amen. Let's make our confession. All scripture, All scripture. is given by inspiration of God, and it's profitable. It's going to tell me what's right. It's going to tell me what's not right. It's going to tell me how to get right. And it's going to tell me how to stay right. So that I might be walking in the fullness of God. Aren't testimonies awesome? I hear that we, Miss Elda gave us a testimony to sister. Don't want to say anything? Okay, forget that, Elda. I'm sorry. Huh? Oh, you tell me when you want to. You want to tell me anything? Thank you, Lord. I love testimonies. I've had one this week. You know, God is faithful if you ask him. But you know, you have to ask earnestly. I've played with God before and just threw a cookie crumb up there and asked him to do something with this. But when you ask earnestly, there's just something about uh, uh, that God answers. Amen. I want you to open your Bibles, if you will, to 1 Peter 5, verse 7. I appreciate Pastor Robert Patton and his wife and their church in New Caney. And uh, it's such a blessing to be, uh, you know, I miss our brother, Michael Glazner. Our, yes. uh, one of our pastor friends went to be with the Lord recently, and uh, uh, we were a good trio. We were a good trio. Thank you for being here. First Peter chapter 5, verse 7. You, when we have a service, I know most of y'all just show up, and everything's pretty, and we smell good, and we look good, and we have a service, and everything seems to flow. Well, we have a plan. Amen? We, we have a plan, and... Uh, uh, but you know what I found out is that, that when we pray and seek God, what we do is we hook into his plan. Yeah. Amen. You're going to see today everything that happened from the opening prayer until right now, how God has orchestrated it and he's put everything together for his purpose. Amen. First Peter five, seven, casting all your cares upon him for he cares about you. Psalms 55 says, cast thy burdens upon the Lord and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. Casting all your cares upon him. I had a care that I've carried for maybe a couple of months. And uh, I, I, got it, I, I, I got rid of the care this week. And God impressed upon me that when he created us, he did not create us to carry burdens. Amen. You've not been created to carry burdens because he said, cast all your cares, your worries, your anxieties, your problems, your situation, cast them upon me. To cast means to violently fling it away. Now, see what happened. And I, as I was praying this morning, I felt like the Lord said, a lot of people come on Sunday and they give me their cares, but then they pick them back up Tuesday afternoon. Amen. Amen. When it says to cast them, it means to, that they never return. In other words, we make a statement, Lord, today we're going to do that. I'm casting my cares upon you. I'm going to let you carry them because you didn't create me to carry them. Amen. How many want to do that today? Amen. Now, it's, going to take, it's an exercise. And, and I, I, I did my exercise this week. Uh, uh, and I said, Lord, I'm trying to do this in my own power. And, and it's, it's not me doing it. It's by believing uh, through your grace that you're going to, you said, give it to me, Jack. Amen. He calls me Jack. 
He said, I want you to give that to me. And I said, well, Lord, I thought I did. He said, no, you gave it to me on Saturday, but then you picked it back up Tuesday. I said, well, I didn't mean to. He said, but you did. And, 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 and what Jack said earlier, um, and I've prayed with Jack because he's, he looks at the finances. I used to do it. I had a, a heart attack, so I quit doing it. <laughs> but, you know, uh, when we were struggling, finances, you, I carried, that's a, that's a care. That, that's something I was carrying until the Lord said, I didn't create you to carry that. I want you to give it to me and trust me to take care of it. And so when I got the revelation of that, then we paid off, you know, $2 million worth of debt. Well, Jack, Jack's not to carry that, son. You're not to carry that burden. And I ask him sometimes, I say, Jack, I don't want you to be burdened down uh, with the finances. And, uh, and so you, you shared that this morning. He's, he, that care is not his. Right. Amen. You understand what I'm saying? The Lord said, cast your cares upon me violently, throw them upon my shoulders because I'm the one that can handle them. You can. I didn't create you to handle them. Amen. Cares. What are cares? Stress, pressure, worries, troubles. It says, because Jesus cares about you. Hallelujah. His thoughts are ever towards us. When he says he cares for us, it means he is always thinking about us. I have a young man at the club that I belong to, and, and uh, the Lord gave me some scriptures to give to him the other day because he said, I'm looking for a career change, and I don't know what to do. And I said, well, I, I know the one that knows what you're to do. He said, is that you? I said, no, but it's God. I said, God has a plan for your life. Huh? I said, God had a plan for you before you were ever conceived. according to the Bible. And he said, well, how do I find it out? I said, well, you go to his book. You trust in him. And and so I'm going to lead him through a prayer because I told him I wanted him to pray about these two scriptures about that God has a plan for his life and he's been created for good and not for bad. Amen. Amen? Uh, His his care towards us is is always. Amen? Amen. Our cares that we give to him, we we take them back. But the care he gives to us, the love, the kindness, the mercy, it's everlasting. And I love the story in the Old Testament of the prodigal son. The father had two sons. One son did work all the time and really didn't need his father and didn't seem to go to his father. But he had one son that was a rascal, that was a turkey. And the young son said, hey, you got a lot of money. Daddy, give me your money. I want to go out and live my life by myself. And, and And the father gave it to him. Gave, him, gave money to both sons. Matter of fact, the one son just probably put it in the bank. But the other son went out and he, started, he said he was a riotous living with, with wicked women and drinking and, and doing all that kind of stuff. Well, he got broke. And he started working for a guy that had a bunch of pigs. And for a Jewish person, you don't want to work for someone with pigs. And so he was eating the, eating the, the stuff the pigs eat. And he said he finally came to himself. Everybody say he came to himself. See, every one of us need to get that place where we come to ourselves. There's no place else to look. And so it said he, he, he started thinking about, you know, even my servants in my father's house eat better than this. I'm going to go and repent to God and to my father. And it says, as he turned around, the father saw him. Jesus cares for you. He's always looking at you. I love that story. It said when the, when the prodigal son, now I don't know how far away he was. He, he was miles and miles and miles. But it says as soon as he turned around, the father always had his eyes on him. Amen. And the father was always looking to him. 
He threw his cares on the Lord. Are you catching that? He threw his cares. I mean, prodigals, and I love that. So why, there's a reason why God says to throw, cast, heavily, give it away. There's a reason why he says that, because when you go to verse 18, it says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh around seeking whom he may devour. When you are carrying around cares, you are a target for the devil. He loves looking at people burdened down with cares. He loves to see it because he knows if you're carrying them, then you hadn't turned them over to God. So that's who he attacks. People that are carrying around cares that they've not by faith submitted to the Lord. Well, as I'm studying this, I said, well, I'm not going to be a target for the devil. So, Lord, this care that I have, this situation that I have, I'm giving it to you. Because by me carrying it, nothing's getting done. And I released it to the Lord and the freedom came. Are you understand what I'm saying? You are a target when you're carrying something that you're not supposed to be carrying. When you're doing something that you're not supposed to be doing, the devil, you're a target. I love the uh, National Geographic uh, uh, movies when they show out in the Sahara, uh, the, uh, the animals, and they, they show these, these old lions, and they're just kind of sitting there. And they're looking through the tall grass at these gazelles out there, just jumping around and having a party. And they're not, they're just kind of snoring and just waiting. Because what they're waiting is for one to get away from the crowd. Thinking he's got everything handled. I don't need to be with the crowd. I can handle this all by myself. And when the separation is the greatest, that's when the devil comes. Casting all my cares upon the Lord because I know that he cares for me. Amen. Can everybody say that this morning? Amen. Casting all your care. The devil looks for people with heavy loads and cares. A care carrier is a target. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Lord. I want you to turn to Mark 5. Something happens when we turn it over to the Lord. Permanently. How many have done it temporarily? Sure. It seemed good for a moment. You know, we come to church and we have such a beautiful morning like we've had this morning. And we say, well, I'm only close to God when I'm in church. Come on now. I'm only in church when when praise and worship is awesome. I'm only in church where there's a prophecy. I'm I'm only doing good when when I'm around other people. But see, church is 24-7. I'm going to have church this afternoon right after I take my nap. You understand what I'm saying? Don't wait. Don't wait for church. Carry church to wherever you're going. Be the church wherever you're going. Amen. Mark 5, two stories about two people. Jairus is one. Jairus was a commander. Jairus came to Jesus with a heavy burden. He came to him with a care. He came to him with a hurt and a pain. His 12-year-old daughter had been declared dead. 
it was heavy on him. It was, it was a burden to him. And he came to Jesus and he said, Jesus, if you come to my house, my daughter lies grievously sick, which means she was at, at death's doorstep. And he said, would you come? And Jesus, what he does every time when someone asks him to come, he comes. So Jesus and Jairus are walking towards Jairus' house. Another person with a care interrupts. This woman had a, a care, an anxiety, an anxiousness, a death sentence on her life. She'd been losing blood for 12 years. She'd been to every doctor in the town. She'd spent all of her money. And it says she got no better. She even got worse. How many knows what she's carrying? The, the word is bad. But it says she heard about Jesus. And someone may have told her, there's someone who wants to carry your cares. There is someone who wants you to violently throw off your cares on his body because he loves you. Amen. Really? There's someone that loves me that much that I can give him my debt, my cares, my sorrows, my anxieties. He wants that? Yes. Amen. I didn't create you to carry that. And so she said, after she had heard about Jesus, she spoke. If I might just touch the hem of his garment. She heard about something and someone said, you know, there were people healed and all they did was touch the hem of his garment. You're kidding me. This will all be lifted off of me if I, if I just touch the hem of his garment. And she moved. She went against the law. She went against the Levitical priesthood statements that if you are, if you are losing blood, you are unclean. Amen. And if you go outside, you're to announce, I'm unclean. I'm dirty. Don't come near me. But she said, no. All I got to do is touch the hem of his garment and I shall be made. In other words, I'm taking this care I'm taking this burden and I'm not going to carry it anymore. And she violently flung her care at the Lord. And she walks up to him in the crowd, in the crowd, and Jesus stops. There's a throng of people around him and all of them have cares, but they haven't released them. And she reaches through those bony legs of those disciples and she reaches down and she, hush, she touches the hem of his garment and then she backs away and Jesus stops. Peter says, what are you, what are you doing, Lord? We're, we're going to Jairus' house. And he said, someone touched me. And you know, Peter, are you kidding me? Everybody's touching you. But they're not touching him with a violent care, with a care that she's violently throwing on Jesus. And he said, someone has made a demand upon my ability. <laughs> Hallelujah. Someone, someone sees in me my ability to touch them. And he says this, I felt virtue. Virtue is the power of God. 
He said, Jesus said, I felt the power of God go from me to her. She cast her cares over on the Lord. You never hear of that woman again. We don't have in a chapter, oh, by the way, there was a woman in chapter 14 or chapter 5 and she came back because she wasn't totally healed. No, it's eternal. Whatever that care is, his care is permanent. And he makes that care permanent if we'll allow him to. I don't know about you, but I got freed from some stuff this past weekend. And I said, you know, I said, I was born at night, but I wasn't born last night. Why am I carrying this when my God, number one, says he cares for me. Number two, he said, I can give it to him. And the reason that I give it to him, because he said, oh, and by the way, your adversary, old stinky face, the devil, Satan, he lurks around as a roaring lion. It didn't say he is a roaring lion. It said he acts like one. Did anyone ever get bit by the shadow of a dog? But see, the shadow will scare you. I got to tell you this. I was playing golf yesterday, and an eagle went into the lake and caught a fish. An eagle in Katy, Texas. Oh, it was beautiful. But he, 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 the fish was bigger than he thought. And he had a hard time. He was trying to, he, he just barely get above the water, but then he ate half of it so he could fly away. It was really pretty in Katy, Texas to see an eagle. Where was I? Shadow of a dog. Amen. But that was the reason I say shadow was I'm getting ready to hit the ball and I see the shadow as he's going into the lake. Hallelujah. So why do we cast our cares upon the Lord? Well, number one, because he loves you and he cares for you and he's able, he has the ability to take care of your care. And number two, it stops the adversary you're the devil from looking at you because he looks at you and he goes, wow, I don't see, where's all that stuff that used to be on Tanessa? Man, she was worried about this. She was worried about that. She was worried about Virgil. She was worried about Shane. She was worried about her kids. She's worried about her job. I'm going to go eat her up. But see, Tanessa said, "Uh -uh. uh-uh. I'm casting it off. Now, violently, in other words, in other words, Remember blind Barnabas? This is awesome. Blind Barnabas heard about, he had a care. He's blind. He's a beggar. Heard about Jesus. He hollered at Jesus. Jesus, son of of David, have mercy on me. And and they just kept on walking. So he said, I'm going to shout a little louder. See, his care was important enough to shout a little louder the second time. And so he shouted and Jesus stopped and he said, go get him and tell him to come to me. Well, I love what Barnabas did because it's a sign to us about casting all of our cares on him. Barnabas is dressed as a beggar. He looked like a beggar. He had beggar written across his face. Amen. But when Jesus said, bring him to me as he's going to Jesus, he says, I'm casting off. I I ain't going to need that no more. 
he knew he found out something. He said, I don't need these beggarly ailments anymore. And he said, he cast them aside. Let me tell you something. His robe was a, had a pouch and he would sit on the, he would sit on the floor and he had a pouch. If he was a, if he was a woman, he had a dress on, but he had a pouch. And so as people would come by, they put their money. Are you, are you seeing this? They put their money in the pouch. And so when the day's over, he'd just stand up like this and he'd take his money and he'd put it in his pocket. You got that? But it said, when he heard about Jesus, it said he threw off with all the money in it because the money didn't matter. He threw it all off and he went to Jesus and Jesus said, what do you want, boy? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Cast all your cares upon him for he cares for you. And he loves you. And it's an eternal because your devil's trying to get on to you if you're carrying all these cares. So you want to get rid of the devil? Give God all your cares. Amen. Amen. Stand to your feet with me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.